Welcome to the Sub Pop Cult Podcast. I'm your host, Michael McGruther. We the people are on track to kill two birds with one stone. Now, you may listen to this podcast and sometimes wonder, is this guy a lefty or is he on the right? Because sometimes I can't tell the way he attacks right-wing talking points and storytelling. I'm not on the left or the right. I'm right in the middle. I'm trans-political. If a right-winger asks me if I'm conservative, I was born liberal, but I identify as conservative. If a left-winger asks me if I'm liberal, I was born conservative, but I identify as liberal. I'm playing the game against the system the same way the game has inspired people to play against unity. We can no longer be against unity, so let's talk about those two birds. That first bird, the biggest one that must be hit, is Conservatism Incorporated. It is the main reason conservatives have no voice and no ability to get policy through that reflects their true desires, not the desires of corporations that have used conservatives or foreign nations that have used conservatives to rally once in a while and get a jackpot of policy and money sent in a direction that has nothing to do with those conservatives. And the other bird that we must kill with this stone is the government agenda of not being divided. The politicians are not divided. The left and the right work together. So the other stone goes towards career politicians. Career politicians are basically the entire cast of the Democrat Party besides a very few characters placed in front of you that talk and agitate and you know exactly what they do. They do the same exact thing as Conservatism Incorporated. So, now that we know, let's examine the stone itself. The stone that we throw is so big and so heavy that it eliminates the enemy with one hit. But we don't even have to throw it. This is a stone, a solid piece of rock truth that sticks in your mind and you never let go of it. And that truth is that the unity of the American people is the only thing that prevents unity of government officials. The division of the American people is a result of them throwing one stone and killing all of us. All of our unity, all of our hopes, all of our desires, so that we can be reactionaries and subservience to the left. Because behind the scenes, the left has taken culture and the right has taken payments. And now Steven Crowder has come forward and basically confirmed it. But I would offer you a little bit of caution. There's something a little suspicious about this story with Crowder in the Daily Wire. Because what you have to understand is the mechanisms of keeping us divided are so well monetized. A lot of people are really invested in it. And they're, they're on the side of of what I call evil, because evil is always division. That's the truth. Satan and his nature is to divide. Christ and his nature, which is a reflection of God's nature, because he is God, is to unite. Okay, so to find peace and to unite. So what is the tool that is 
available to you, the nobody with nothing and no power, is instant peace amongst yourselves. That means the total stranger can come up to you and there can be a spark of fellowship that happens between that mutual respect of individuals. But the reason the story is a little suspicious is because, remember, we always have to focus on the narrative behind the narrative. Everything you see in news media is storytelling, and the storytelling is multi-layered. There's the storytelling for the vast majority of people, which is they believe what they hear face value. That's the mainstream media. The mainstream media can come out and say, this is what this means and here's why it happened. And the majority of people are going to accept that and get on with their lives because they're not dialed in exclusively to politics. And they do notice the price of things go up. They do notice the price of things go down. Most people understand everything fluctuates all the time. And so they deal with it instead of spending years of their lives reacting to it. And then there's the boogeyman storytelling that happens in the gulag. The boogeyman storytelling is always asking open-ended, passive-aggressive questions about what just might happen. But you know now, because you've done this, you've been on the receiving end of it for a very long time, almost none of it happens that is predicted to happen. Almost nothing that we are warned about comes true. And the subject is always changed. And don't forget it. Please don't forget it. The subject is always changed to the new, latest thing right when you might be getting to that moment of truth. So the suspiciousness of this story wasn't really suspicious until Boring's video came out saying we offered him $50 million. That is an outrageously high number for Steven Crowder, for any of these people in their political Uh, staging where they have a desk set up and they tell you political stories or they put up a table and sit in front of a university. My daughter doesn't know who Steven Crowder is. My wife doesn't know. The majority of people don't know. So if Tom Cruise or let's just dial it down to any celebrity like Tom Hanks who can take $20 million for a movie that makes five, six hundred million around the world, you believe that a guy with a YouTube channel and a reactionary website and an involvement with Conservatism Inc.'s biggest players is commanding $50 million over four years? Are you retarded? Are you mental? Are you unable to think straight through these numbers? That's movie star pay. That is movie star pay. That's more than somebody makes on a hit network television series, my friends. That's more than somebody makes on a primetime show that runs every year. They think you're stupid. Don't let them have that confirmed by believing this story the way they're trying to spin it. Because here's the deal. The storytelling runs everything. And the one side needs the other side to tell the story. And the side we're going to hit first with our one stone of American unity is Conservatism, Inc., because their storytelling is all driven the same exact way. And what they're doing now is trying to, and you've heard this phrase before, own the narrative. Because what is the new narrative that's emerging? The new narrative that's emerging is that conservatives have no power because they have no culture. 
They have no culture because they're distracted by people like the Daily Wire and Steven Crowder and Matt Walsh and PragerU and all these well-funded organizations, many with relationships to foreign entities, to fuck your mind up and keep you fighting each other and debating and talking about the most trivial things in the world. Trivial is a waste of your time. Time moves forward. Trivialities are just always going to be there. Unless you personally have some issue that is personal to you and is part of your life, I can guarantee 99% of the listeners of this podcast have none of those issues real in their life. They all exist in this theater of the absurd. And so you react to it and you participate in it and you worry about it. How about go outside and mix with the people? And when you do, you realize most people are normal. Most people are not watching this stuff. Most people are waiting desperately for conservative Americans to wise up and shed ourselves of our storytellers who lie. We need new storytellers, not political storytellers, storytellers. People who paint pictures in the minds of the audience that makes them want to be united, makes them want to care for one another, makes them inspired to be concerned for the welfare of their neighbor because the welfare of their neighbor is the welfare of themselves. None of this happens when the right is infected with a disease. We are not sharing power in this country. We're sharing outrage. We're not sharing opportunity. We're sharing gulag space. We're not sharing storytelling about who we are as a nation. We're sharing reactions to the left storytelling about who they want us to be as a nation. And never forget that their storytelling is geared towards audiences they created. The audience is always created first. And so what did the right do? The rank-and-file people on the right said, Ah, we got to do something. Sincerely, we need, to, we need to tell our own stories. And people came along and said, We got you. We got your back. We're building this thing. We're going to tell your stories. But they haven't delivered on it. So fuck them. They haven't delivered on any of their promises. These people are scamming you from day to day. It's time to put them out of business. And by the way, we can achieve that. There's a reason we can achieve that. Whenever the left boycotts something, and they're loud, and they're, and they're big, that thing that they boycott goes away. But when the right boycotts something, it never goes away, because we are conned into boycotting the wrong things. You're never going to beat Disney. You're never going to beat Netflix. You're never going to overtake these things by building your own little side spot. Instead, I wouldn't be surprised if the major studios are helping Daily Wire keep conservatives in this gulag. When really the independent American, detached from politics, detached from all of this stuff, will create the new reality. Just step back and let the people who are real independent creators have the stage. Let them talk about their films. Let them talk about their stories. Let them be the voice in your head, explaining to you a little bit about what their life is like. 
because your other option is the thing I just described. Are you happy with the results? Do you feel good that you drank some liberal tears and found out they're actually poison water? Do you think that I sound like a lefty because I'm telling you to be reasonable about your neighbor? I hope that you hear what I'm saying, and I hope that you take it to heart. The left and the system and the power players can never destroy something unless they build it. And the conservative movement is perpetually built with sandcastles. And those sandcastles fall fast, and then another one is built fast. And we're the fools who go from sandcastle to sandcastle find a seat and think, ha, we're winning this war. No, that's a mirage. You'll know we're winning the war when you stop fighting it on fake terms and you start living your life. Then you'll realize the war was never meant to be. And after enough time of ignoring this disingenuous, monetized fake fight, you will start to realize that the efforts you take that are small and deliberate are going to deliver the results you want much faster. Not instantly, we don't have the power, but much faster than what we've been doing for the past 9 to 15 years as conservatives organized around a culture fight. But I believe we are organized by the left pretending to be the right. And I'm going to stick with that. And the people who are the Steven Crowders of the world figure it out late in the game after they're deep in, and this is where they exist. So he had to do what he had to do. Let's see if he's genuine. Let's see if he takes what I do here and he blasts it even bigger, which is don't do conservatism incorporated. But if he tries to just take the business and run with it because he's found a moment to tap in, meaning the Daily Wire's business model, then he should also be ignored. We're looking for culture voices, culture heroes, people willing to prop up the small, unknown YouTube filmmaker, the small, unknown writer, the small, unknown individual who has the ideas that are not tainted by political needs, political realities, foreign investment, all the things that poison our ability to gather enough of our fellow Americans to build a culture that is unifying, empowering, and for everybody. Not in the sense that they disappear, that you no longer go through them. You do go through them. But you know, you realize that they're not going anywhere. Taking the left's power means taking the left's power. And it begins by meeting the people that are in opposition to you where they are, not where you want them to be where they are, not where you want them to be. One more time, meet the people where they are, 
not where you want them to be. Because the power is taking them there from where they are. The skill required is culture creation through art and storytelling in music and song and dance. Taking them where you want them to be from where they are. That's the power that we don't have, that we don't access, that we don't enjoy. Because we're distracted away from it. I know so many talented people who write songs about love, stories about finding out something evil and then defeating it. Music, stories, paintings that tell a story about hardship and loss and trying to comprehend why bad vibes and bad times came. This is the power of art, the power that we will have when that's all we do. Make it your everything and always look at everyone you oppose and everyone you disagree with as the challenge. Hey, can I take that person from where they are to where I want them to be? Because if you can start doing that, even moving them one inch this way, one inch that way, a little bit more, a little bit more, you'll find the world you want has always been sitting right in front of your face. Thank you for downloading the Sub Pop Cult Podcast. Every week, I try to reiterate some iteration of the same talking points because I'm the lone voice telling you what's wrong and how to fix it. So let's get to work. Follow my account. Retweet my podcasts. Download and share. It's all free. Let's get it done. We got a nation to repair. We've got relationships to repair. And we've got life to live. So turn off the show and turn on your creative side and find your muse somewhere besides the professionally gaslit dumpster fire of political narrative.
time I count my blessings, I count you first. Every time I count my blessings, I count you first. In this cold and misty world, would you be my little light? Just for atmosphere, I don't need it to see by. I know that you can promise me your whole heart if you're honest, dear. But fifty-one percent would be just fine. Every time I count my blessings, I count you first. Every time I count my blessings, I. Things I count you first.